Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. We're so inclined to point the fingers outside of us, but we just have to take a look inward. What can I change about me to be more pleasing? What can I change about me to be more amicable to others or to have the lifestyle that I want? We have to be intrinsically um, motivated. We are the culprit. Days are expensive. When you spend a day, you have one less day to spend. So make sure you spend each day wisely. Jim Rohn. Howdy, 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 my peak performer. How are you doing? I hope you're doing fine. Welcome to episode 153 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm your host, Henneke Watkins-Porter. Today's episode is with Lunid Lewis. Hack your morning. Nine actionable items done in nine minutes in the morning to improve the quality of your day. Your life, actually. Not just your day, but your life. Lenid is an entrepreneur, author of The Power of Habit Can Control Your Destiny, professor, and host of the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. The podcast is the first of its kind, devoting a whole show discussing effective morning routine tips and chatting with entrepreneurs and thought leaders in their appropriate fields on how their healthy morning habits have contributed to their success. So I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with Lunir Lewis on using the power of habits to control your destiny. Welcome, Lunir. Thank you. I really am overjoyed to be here. I cannot wait to have this conversation with you in the audience. Absolutely. And I'm really overjoyed to having my Caribbean sister as well. Before we start chatting about the power of habits, I'd like to know how you think Haitians and Jamaicans are similar, if you think at all. <laughs> yes, we have the Caribbean spice. Actually, my, uh, my very, very first boyfriend was Jamaican. He was, um, I've been to Jamaica several times, Ocho Rio. I mean, I love the fish there. And so Jamaica, we went there for um, one of the spring breaks and was in the grill the whole time. And Mendeville, the countryside, is where we spent an extra week. So Haitians and Jamaicans are very similar in the way that we, our work ethic. Our work ethics are very strong. We are not just driven, but just on a mission to 
for um to make to add value on a mission to um to see how we can help not just ourselves but bring up humanity altogether. And so that we share deeply in common. I good to me agree. <laughs> Absolutely, my sister. I feel like yeah, I feel like we're still soul sisters, you know, carbon sisters. Yeah. So I'm really happy to have you. I want to get a sense, uh, Lenid, of what it was like for you growing up in the Caribbean. Oh, well, as you can imagine, we have no electricity. We have no running toilets. We have um, generators um, trying to get electricity. I actually was there back in 2018, and I had I left when I was 10 years old. So it was over 15 years later that I went back, and to realize that not much has changed. You know, mm. after that um, that whole time, you come to the state and your eyes open. You you know you get running toilets. You get um, you get an opportunity. You you are in control of your destiny. Like mm-hmm. you, what you think you become. So you have the opportunity. Like if I want to make more money, I just have to serve more people. Well, in the Caribbean, it's a lot harder when you are can't meet those needs of uh, trying to feed yourself or feed your family. It's hard to actually think about self actualization. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think about that higher that 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 higher um, being because you're physiological needs are not met. So growing up in the in the Caribbean, it's it's playful, it's light. I mean, I love my home country. I, we don't advertise the beauty of where where we're from, where I'm from in particular enough because it's always about the negative, the violence or the 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 bad that's going on, but I mean, we have just as beautiful beautiful islands, beautiful um we have beautiful water just like in Tahiti, just like any other place, but that's not highlighted enough. Mm-hmm. I feel so growing up in Haiti just teaches you he taught me that anything's possible. Like if you can come out of there and come in uh, and make something of yourself, it really is uh, a power of how we use what's between our, our two ears. Oh, yes. Between our ears. So you, you hit on it kind of in some way alluded to Maslow's um, hierarchy, hierarchy of needs, right? Yes. Uh, you're talking about those basic needs that, that need to be met, but then, so, and, and, and so that's your focus. When, when you really can't have those needs met, then you can't think about self-actualization and what that means. Now, you have left uh, Haiti and you have moved onto the States where your eyes of you, as you said, have been opened. And now you can think about self-actualization and um, you are now talking and, and being a big advocate for morning routine. And how did that transition take place for you? And, you know, what really uh, in the States maybe caused your eyes to be opened? Yeah, it's that um, that broke mentality. Um, even when we came to the States, we had nothing. We came in, moved my mom and three other siblings. We moved into a one-bedroom apartment with my grandfather. And what took place is like, well, you are here doesn't mean opportunity is going to fall on your lap. Success, you don't just wake up, you're successful. The same way you don't wake up, you're, you're a failure. It is these uh, increments of little things that we do that leads to success, that leads to failure. And then we're shocked. Like one day, we're like, how did I get here? Well, I can tell you, show me your habits. I'll tell you how you got here. <laughs> it's quite simple. So having, um, growing up, and just not having much. My mom learned having to learn English at the age of like 42, right? ESL, not knowing the language and going to school, trying to get a job just to put food on the table at those early age. I was like, okay, we're here, learn of opportunity, yet we don't have the opportunity. We're working hard. We're still struggling. And I said to myself, 
I have to get out of this mindset. How do I do so? And so education was very big for me. That's why I went on and pursued uh, all the way, I went all the way to getting a PhD. I was like, if I can educate myself, then I will learn how to be successful. Mm-hmm. And being educated, um, learning how to be successful, how did that happen? Like, did you now get a PhD and because you have a PhD, that's it? What, what happened? So with the, no, no, it wasn't because I, I just got a PhD. <laughs> it happened. God, I wish it was that easy. I got a PhD. I graduated. I couldn't find work. <laughs> Believe it or not, I got a PhD in a business psychology and could not um, get employed. Student debt racked up. I mean, the story gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> and so once um I got out, I'm like, uh, okay, so what do I do? So I started working for um doing clinical psychology, and I did that for about five years, and just helping people um manage, become better individuals, and, and learning about um psychosis and mental health. It was rewarding, yet it was a burnt out. So after five years into it, at 25 years old, I felt like I was 40 years old. So I was like, something's missing in my own world because I am not one attaining success because I'm getting paid less than $30,000 $30, a year and I'm burnt out and I'm miserable. So how are the other people are doing it? How do they get this lifestyle? So I started looking into um, entrepreneurs. I started looking at successful people. What are their habits? What are they doing that sets them apart? And that's really how the morning routine be- um, started because at the time I was at a low point where I had adrenal fatigue. I was tired. My cortisol was like through the roof, fight or flight, anxious, depressed, um, buried in student debt. I have a degree that I'm not using. So doesn't add up. The math didn't add up. So I had to find a way to actually um, make sense of what was going on. And so that's how I started um, researching and looking into um, the effects of what you do in the first eight minutes of the day Mm. and how it it impacts your day. Interesting. Did you say your, uh, your PhD, you have a PhD in business psychology, right? Yes. Now talk to me about mental health and if you can make the connection and the power of habits. Yes, absolutely. Because mental health serves as a, a hindrance. Mental health, when you are, you, we call them ants, when you have automated negative thoughts, they're firing like popcorns, right? You, you really can't seem to think about anything um, else. It's again, it's, it's meeting those, um, those basic needs, right? If you have mental health issues, if, you have, if you're depressed and you're grieving, you're not properly grieving, you have um, anxiety, ADHD, it's again, very hard for you to think about anything higher or self-actualization piece of it, if you can make the link. And, and, and so you, you recognize, you started talking to entrepreneurs, successful people, and you recognize that what you do, with, as you say, those first eight minutes of the morning are absolutely critical. Now, talk to us about some of those things that you personally do and how you've seen it transform your life. Yeah, absolutely. So I have over the, the over the years, and, and I've launched a podcast about a year ago, and the data that I've been gathering and I've, a reoccurring themes have been happening. We have... Mm-hmm. Um, nine items that'll keep coming up for entrepreneurs, um, successful. I'm, I'm talking about even Oprah Winfrey. I took it beyond. I Oprah Winfrey, Warren Buffett, you name it. These very highly successful people have these things that they do in the morning that set them apart. So I started implementing them into my own life. And so because I've, I've been collecting the data, I'm very data driven, as you can imagine. 
I have compiled these nine actionable items that these entrepreneurs are doing that can be done in nine minutes if you want to hack your morning. Now, an ideal morning routine should be about an hour if you're including um, reading and exercising. So let me walk you through what the... um, these, the acronyms are. Yes, so please. <laughs> I have an app coming out for this. The app is, is launching next month because I, I put all that in an app so that everyone can have access and be able to use this. So it's called Hit Savers and it's an acronym. Each acronym is a habit. And so the first one is H, which is the title of my book, The Power of a Habit Can um, Control Your Destiny. And so hydration, First thing in the morning is waking up and having a glass of warm water because it helps replenish the body. And some people put lemon in it. I put Himalayan salt in it because it's high in magnesium and we lack. We're we're magnesium deficient. Mm -hmm. I add a a fourth teaspoon of it the night before, put it by the nightstand because the morning routine really um, takes preparation. It starts the night before because you don't want to give yourself any excuse in the morning to not follow through. And that's the way the mind works. The mind needs um, gradual um, introduction to anything new because it's wired wired to protect us. Where a human race, where the brain sees something unfamiliar, it's going to um, fight or flight. It's going to protect you because that's what it's designed to do. So you need to gradually understand that and introduce anything new to your, um, your, your routine. And so hydration, the night before, get a glass of water, put it there. It helps with brain fog. You experience brain fog in the morning, you wake up, you just can't think clearly. You're like, you're just not ready to get the day going. The glass of water will help um, with that. And releasing toxins too, because you're fasting for six to eight hours. And so you need to rehydrate first thing in the morning. So that's the um, I, uh, the H. The I is an, is an I am grateful journal. You list three simple things that you're grateful for, things that happened the day before, things that you're grateful that, that for waking up this morning, for your kids, for the opportunity to serve, for the opportunity to give back, for the opportunity to teach, whatever it may be. For me, it's, um, I'm grateful that I have breath in my lungs this morning. God, I give you glory. I thank you for who you are. And it's simple as that. But what that does is it carries this, that, this happy hormone, this serotonin with you throughout the day. Because now, you know what's going to happen? You're going to find more things to be grateful for throughout the day. And then imagine living in that state of mind like nothing can bother you. I mean, nothing. So it's powerful. Listing three things that you're grateful for. And then the T, I, I, I coined it. I said, time's up get your butt out of bed, and then make your bed. You really g- can't give yourself time to think too much about it. After you, you hydrate, you said you, you have your gratitude, get out of bed and then make your bed because making your bed gives you that first action of productivity. That's that piece. You can accomplish something for the first time during the day. And then it's going to breed more um, productivity throughout your day because you're now organized. I have a very good quote that I have. I coined for this and I can, I, I find out because I have a PhD. I can make up, I can make up um, quotes and, and words. <laughs> and so I said, a made up bed is a made up mind. Made up bed is a made up mind. Powerful. Make your bed. Your mind is made up because you've decided to do something productive first thing in the morning. And I'll talk about making your bed because it it ties into willpower. And I'll tell you about willpower in a little bit. So savers now, we did the hit. Now savers, S is for intentional silence. You are practicing meditation at this state. Um, There's a good quote that says, um, prayer is us talking to God. Meditation is God talking to us. 
Yeah. So you really have to actually silence the mind, silence the soul to hear from divine power. What is it that you need to do and how to live um, a wholesome life? And so practice, even if these can be done in, in one minute each, if, it, if you're taking five deep breaths, if you don't have the time to do 10 minutes, do 10 deep breaths in the morning. And then that will actually help um, bring oxygen to the brain and helps you relax. And then just observing your breath. It's very simple to, to meditate. People think it's a whole, uh, it's, it's like rocket science. It's not. Just observing your breath is meditation. If you're watching um, your diaphragm go up and down, you feel it through your nostrils, that's meditation. And it's very simple. So do that for 60 seconds. And then the um, A is for affirmations. We have to declare power, victory over our lives. We have been told no over and over for years. Um, we have been told we're not enough. We're not competent. We don't have what it takes. Society is just the negativity that we hear. We have to be able to reprogram and reframe our, ma- our mind to, to say that I am victorious. I am blessed. I am capable. It's possible. I'm possible. Because remember I talked about those um, ants, automated negative thoughts that, that floats around our head all day. We have conversations with ourselves, whether we want to believe that or not. <laughs> there's a, there's a conversation, there's an internal dialogue that's going on. And sometimes it's not almost, po- it's not always positive. And so we have to transform it to be positive. So if a negative thought starts coming around, you just kind of become aware of it and, and, and reframe it, change it because anything you put after the word I am becomes your reality. Absolutely. I am, says, I am that I am. I am that I am. The Almighty says, I am that I am. And so these affirmations are crucial in the morning to help. And even before the night before, throughout the day, just like listening to yourself talk, because um, there's this, I think Brown says that um, we should be talking to ourselves as if we're talking to a loved one. Imagine that. Imagine the way we talk to, to people that we do love, a lover, our kids, and how, how adoring, how, how um, compassionate we are. But when you come talking to ourselves, it's very self-sabotaging, right? It's very critical. It's very cynical. It's very, um, it's, it's just not a, very healthy. And so affirmations come into that that can help um, reframe your mind for success. And then V is visioneering. It's, so it's visualization with a twist. Now, visioning is actually reliving a winning feeling or winning moment, a moment of time in your life. It could be falling in love, the birth of your child, um, when I came to the United States, uh, when I got my PhD. And you, you live in that moment because you are so present. You remember it so vividly. So you live in that moment for two minutes and then you carry that winning feeling over to the new goal that you want to accomplish. Because without feeling, affirmations don't work. Without feeling, visualization don't work. I have a vision board that I look at every day. But if I can't see myself, feel myself to that level, bring my frequency level, this is my goal. And I'm right here, energy level-wise, frequency, because we're a bundle of energy, right? I have to rise my, raise my energy level to meet my goal. And you do that by feeling. And that means, if it, an example, if you want a car, what the inside of the car look like, what you, what it feels like to sit in the car, what it smells like. Same thing with any goal. How many people you want to impact? You're giving a speech. You are you imagining people getting up and clapping, accolades, all that. You, you use the words that you need. You put the feelings together so that it is, the mind is convinced like, oh, I've already achieved this. I've already accomplished this. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Everything that you need will start falling into place. will come to in there on accord because according to the mind, it's already been achieved. And so it's powerful. It's not just visualization. We're talking about visioneering, visualization with the emotion attached to it. 
Keep going, I keep going. <laughs> Don't stop. You at the V. No, you're at the E, right? Move yeah, I'm at the e. e. I'm at the E. E. So E E um the savers. So E right now is exercising. And exercising is crucial. Um, I mean, it releases serotonin, endorphins. You need to work out because you have to have a, you have one vessel. Your body's your vessel and it has to be healthy enough for you to, um, to be mentally healthy. It, it's, it's just like a mental, physical work to get you uh, really healthy. And it helps with energy because if you're going to work 10, 12 hour days, if you don't work out 10, 15 minutes uh, during the morning, you will not have the energy because it, working out gives, uh, wakes you up. It's that alertness. It helps with focus. It helps with concentration. And it helps with shedding weight. Who doesn't like to be flunting their stuff and looking good walking down the street? It, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a benefit, but what it does for you mentally is outdoing the physical piece of it. Working out uh, it helps. It's a stress reliever. Um, going for a run. As kids, we played all the time, but as adults, we don't do so very much. So we need to incorporate that. And if you don't have the time, doing um, 10 sit-ups, doing 10 push-ups elevates the heart rate. That's what you need to happen first thing in the morning because you want to get mobility into your joints. You want to start moving around to actually gain flexibility. And so let's move on to R. R is read. Read something stimulating. Listen to something stimulating, like this wonderful podcast. Read something for two minutes, two pages, and that will help you learn something new. It will help you grow. It will help you um, improve your English vocabulary, extensive vocabulary, you name it. I personally started reading out loud because I hadn't, I still do have an accent, but I, it was hard for me um, being a second, having um, English as my second language to pronounce and enunciate some words. So reading out loud has helped me um, with um, my, my vocabulary, my English. Your English your, and your accent is it's very good. Thank you. Reading has done that. But let me tell you, if you read 20, 30 minutes a day, at the end of the year, you would have read 36 books. That is very simple. That's just half hour a day. And in 36 books, there's 52 weeks out of the year. You're, you're more than halfway there. You know, so if you want to read, if you want to change your circumstances, if you want to change your environment, you have to change. And how you change is by growing, is by learning. And so reading is a big part. That's what the Hit Savers does. It's help you grow. It's help you change who you are so that you'll magically just watch your surrounding changes. It's magical. It is powerful. And then the last one is um, S is for shower. So here I want you to make the last 60 seconds of the shower ice cold. Now, being oh, in the Caribbean. I don't like the- cold water. <laughs> <laughs> but the benefits are so worth it. <laughs> the benefits are so worth it. But being in the island, cold water is refreshing. I mean, <laughs> If it's hot, be cold water, your face is like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> That's because it's been done centuries ago. It's not just now. It's not a fad. Um, athletes do it for muscle recovery. Um, they get into the ice bucket. But for us, it's, um, it helps relieve stress. It helps relieve anxiety. It helps being comfortable with being uncomfortable because you're imagining that cold shower running and you're like... <laughs> I'm ready to get in. How the, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes for you. And that transcends to other areas of your life. You recognize that throughout this conversation, right? I have just kind of sat and listened as you spoke because the need I've been very inspired and 
I can relate to a lot of what you're saying. I mean, the cold water part, though, my gosh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just just listening to you share and how imp- and knowing myself how important it is to have morning routines and what, you know, those do for me, I can so relate. And I know that our community that are listening in can can relate to some of these some of these perhaps will be new for them but it's something that you've shared that will inspire and motivate them because we all want to be our best selves and we can't do that if we're not growing and we can't grow if we're not taking the necessary steps to grow right mm-hmm. growth is intentional it is painful but it has to be an intentional action that we take it's not magic it's not going to happen overnight so thank you so much for sharing that and you have shared hit savers and that is going to stay with me I'm glad you, you, you put it in a, in a way that, you know, in an acronym so that it will resonate with our community. And you have seen firsthand how those uh, routine stuff have helped you. Now, just close off for us, um, Luni, by just sharing perhaps one practical way in which you've observed that just doing these things have changed something in your life. Yeah, it has given me purpose. For a long time, I've wanted to find what is it, what's, how do I give back? How do I serve? Earl Nightingale says, um, your service is in um, correlation to um, your reward in life. And I was not happy. If if I was unhappy, it's because I wasn't giving back. It's because I wasn't serving other people. I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a purpose-driven life. Now, starting the um, Hit Savers has given me that purpose. It's given me clarity because it's given me an opportunity to to take care of myself, get that out of the way so that the path can be clear on what I'm capable of doing. Once I started my Hit Savers, I wrote my first book in two weekends. That would not happen if I wasn't practicing, if I wasn't taking care of myself, if I wasn't meditating, if I wasn't um, exercising, if I wasn't reading, if I wasn't growing, if I wasn't getting healthy mentally, that would not happen. Once you start doing these little nine actionable items, there, it gets out, you, it helps you get out of your way. The anxiety, the stress, the depression get out of the way because you can now see what else is in front of you besides you stop thinking about yourself because you're taking care of yourself. You do that for the first 10 minutes of the day, then the rest of the day is wide open to serve, to find out, to figure out, to learn, to grow, to to be available to other people. So that's how it has changed my life. And even the same thing with starting the podcast. The minute I started doing these things, it became very clear what my what what I was designed to do. And this is what I'm doing right here. And- you said something very interesting and we're wrapping up now, but isn't it interesting and funny how we can get into our own way at times and we don't even recognize that we're, we're in our own way. You know, sometimes we think that nobody likes us and um, they're fighting us, but we are sometimes our biggest enemies. Yes. And I agree with you a hundred percent. And we, we were so inclined to point the fingers outside of us, but we just have to take, look inward. What can I change about me to be more pleasing? What can I change about me to be more amicable to others or to have the lifestyle that I want? We have to be intrinsically um, motivated. We are the culprit. We have to look at ourselves and look inward. And that's what this um, opportunity gives us is to actually um, look inward. But you just, you got the tools. You simply do it and see what happens. It's magic. It is episode 153 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. And I've been talking with Lenid Lewis. Lenid, of course, you've already done your inspirational beats but i'm sure <laughs> my community wants to reach out with it, reach out to you and to you know be in touch to find out 
more about how they can use the power of habit to control your destiny and um, control their destiny. And perhaps they want to get in touch with you for your podcast and your book and any other reason. So please go ahead and share how they might do so. Yes, everything can be found on my website. It's on luneedlewis.com. So it's L-U-N-I-D-E-L-O-U-I-S.com. On there, there's tons on habit forming. I get into the science behind how our minds form habits. So if anyone want to get in contact with me, that would be the best place to do so. And of course, all my social uh, media handles are their best morning routine. Um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, it's all the same. And of course, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you'll find my podcast as well. It's called the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, where I chat with entrepreneurs about their business. As well, at the end, the, the gold is what is your morning routine? How do you get up, dress up, and show up? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lunid Lewis. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so far for having me. And thank you, my peak performer, for tuning in to this episode with Lunid Lewis. I look forward to connecting with you next week. In the meantime, I am super, super thrilled to announce that Podcast Power, the quick start guide to launching and leveling up your brand, is now available for purchase on Amazon at bit.ly slash purchase podcast power. That's bit. Dot ly slash purchase podcast power and of course on henikawatisworking.com this step-by-step guide teaches among other things why you need to start a podcast now how to start a podcast finding guests for your podcast making money from your podcast how to leverage a podcast to build your brand how to conduct podcast interviews like pro Get your copy now at bit.ly slash purchase podcast power or amazon.com or hennycoaccessport.com. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? <laughs>